you know, growing up in the 90s, it was all like, uh, you wouldn't download a car, and you wouldn't steal a movie, and you wouldn't video a game until, uh, until they invented Twitch, I think is the name of the people that video their video games use now. Hi, my name is Mickey Soro. I am not a gamer. I am 25 years old. I'm right in the age range, but, um... Yeah, <laughs> I'm a podcaster. So, welcome to my show. It's my name is Ours. This is a podcast, as you can tell by the 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 pure audio, no media media. This is barely media. Pure audio, no video. Um, we're just gonna be hanging out. We're gonna be talking for about an hour because it's spelled H O U R S. We're gonna be talking for about an hour, and by where I mean me. You have nothing to do with this. Sorry, you're just you're just here, and I appreciate you being here, and I love you for being here. Uh, but I can't promise you that you'll be entertained, because today, for about an hour, I'm going to be yelling at you guys about uh, video games, which I don't play. Uh-oh. Um, no, I've played some video games. Um, for for context, what, what I want to do with this episode is eventually I'll get around to talking about bad media. I love Wikipedia lists of things universally considered to be the worst things of the things that they are. It's absolutely one of my favorite things in this whole world. I just love bad media. And usually, I, I've done an episode on this before, where I did an episode on bad plays, or plays universally considered the worst or the most controversial, because usually when people talk about bad media, they talk about bad movies. And I love a good bad movie, and I love a bad bad movie. Um, but for me, bad video games are super special because I wouldn't even understand them if they were good. And that means that, like, I get to have completely wacky opinions about them where it's just like, it doesn't matter what I say because it's universally considered bad anyway. So I can say whatever the fuck I want. And technically, no matter what, I'm not wrong. It's also, I'm, I'm, I think it's very interesting. Um, just, the uh, uh, just video games in general. I don't understand them. I've, I've played a few of them. Um, I think the most successful game that I've ever played, or the games that I've ever played most successfully, would probably be in the Just Dance franchise for Wii, which is not exactly a world-building game, or a point-and-click shooter, or a side-scrolling game with a purpose. It's literally, you just dance. And it'll be okay. Da-da-doo-doo. Uh, <laughs> I love Lady Gaga. Um, similarly, very good at ABBA Dance Party, I believe was the name of the video game. Um, I don't know, I think, like, ABBA, the band ABBA from, uh, uh, oh, fuck, where's ABBA from? I knew this because I'm a homosexual, well, a bisexual. Where is ABBA from? I'm not a dancing queen. ABBA is a super group from Sweden. I knew that. I didn't want to say the wrong one, though, because then people would be like, you idiot, not all Northern European countries are the same. And I'd be like, no, I know. Because, you know, some of them are known for, for death metal, and some of them are known for black metal, and, you know, I I, I know, I'm aware. Um, Macbeth was in one of them, and now he's not. Uh, you know, because someone that was born by Caesarian killed him. Not me, I'm innocent. Okay. Um, yeah, so Iba, I think they, like, turned 50 or something pretty recently. And by recently, I mean within, like, the past 20 years. Um, so there was a release of a dancing video game. It was, well, just to Abba music. So that was a pretty good video game that I was semi-decent at. Uh, it had such classic hits as I'm a Marionette, which I think was my favorite one. Uh, <laughs> um, because it's just kind of, it's just kind of void punky. It's just kind of, you know... I've never really felt the most human. I, 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 you know, I could, I could see myself being just an animated puppet. Like, whoops, got a mind of my own. Uh oh, sorry, Geppetto. Like that sort of thing. Uh, Iba, um, you can dance. I'm sorry. Was the name of the Wii game? 
Um, yep, uh, published in 2011. Okay, so yeah, I, I tried. You know, okay, I, I tried my best. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so that one was pretty good. Similarly, but, you know, obviously the most worst, we also owned Smurf's Dance Party, uh, also for the Wii, which was fine. It was fine. It was interesting. So, um, Just Dance just does popular songs. Not to criticize the entire format of dancing video games, because honestly, what I'm about to say isn't even really a criticism. It's just me, like acknowledging something solidly over 10 years since it came out. Um, you know, and, and I'm about to do that with other video games too. So, Hey, it's the, it's the whole episode guys buckle in. Um, it was interesting about the Smurf stance party because, um, so with, um, just dance, those are all popular songs for the most part. Usually they're current, but sometimes even when they're not current, it's just like, a fun or well-known song, especially something that has a, a like a a very specific style um, of dance or animation that they want to put to it. Like, um, fuck, I it's been so fucking long since I've played Just Dance. Um, now I miss it. I don't even own a television. Now I have to. Now I have to fucking go to my my parents' house and fucking play Just Dance. Um, okay, so I think the one that we owned first was Just Dance 2. So, um, it's, 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 so there were songs that were popular at the time. They had, like, A Punk by Vampire Weekend, I'm just reading this. Um, and then, like, uh, you know, um, I'm trying to think of other ones that were popular. That's Crazy in Love by Beyonce featuring Jay-Z. Um, that one, that one was definitely popular at the time. I think I, I think... The dance group I belonged to at some point did do that song for real, or at least the dance studio with the older kids, because I feel like I knew that song before. Um, they had Firework by Katy Perry, um, and then they had some where it's like, it's fun and you can have a fun little gimmick for it, like Funky Town by Lip Sync, fully released like 30 years before the video game, but it's disco, you can do kind of a disco thing for it. Um, you know, uh, I feel like there was one where they did something very 50s style, even though I don't believe the song was. I just remember there's one dance that you do in the characters in like a poodle skirt and the other character. He's like the Elvis hair going on. Oh, see, Monster Mash. You can do kind of a monster gimmick with it. Uh, released in 1962, but it's a song that people still know today. So it's kind of cute. You can have the, the monsters and make it character and that sort of thing. Um, that sort of thing. Some of these I don't remember at all. Some of these I think were add-ons. Oh, Rasputin, obviously. That was, um, that, for some reason, that got a resurgence? Someone's binging me. What the hell is it? Sorry, I'm big. The mail, the mail carrier was here. Um, I don't know if you guys could hear, but my, my little apartment doorbell rang, so. Uh, anyway, I was, <laughs> sorry to, sorry to interrupt this deep, intellectual, discussion of Smurf's dance party. So, um, like I was saying, they're, like, the ABBA dance video makes sense, right? It's ABBA's music, it, you can dance to it. The, the Just Dance makes sense because it, it, the scope is so broad, it's not limited to a single artist, it's just songs that are popular now, or have been popular previously thrown in is a little extra, I guess. I don't really know. Um, I think I, I had, like, three songs I would do specifically, and that's it. Because, like I said, I'm not a gamer. Um, 
The Smurfs Dance Party, though, was a little bit different because it was kind of, well, like, they would change the lyrics to regular songs, um, just to, like, be more about Smurfs? You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, first of all, they had some songs from the movie, I think, because there was a Smurfs animated, like, Remember when CGI and live action together was, like, a really big deal? Not, like, not Who Framed Roger Rabbit a big deal. Or Cool Town? What was the... Wait, now I gotta look that up. Fuck. Um, I believe Cool World? There was one of the first, um, animated, uh, live... Yeah, there it is. Cool World. It was one of the first live action animated films. Um, so... Not like that. But there was a very big push in, like, around the 2010s. And by push, I mean it just happened a lot, and people enjoyed it for some reason. Of, like, very obvious, childish CGI characters superimposed onto the real world. And, like, whatever, it's a kid's movie, so it's, fuck, it's whatever. But Smurfs was really big, Hop was really big. There was, like, a couple. I just remember my, my little sister was really into Hop, and really into Smurfs. And if you don't remember Hop... It's, um, it's a movie about the Easter Bunny, but he doesn't want to be the Easter Bunny. He wants to be Russell Brand, and he's voiced by Russell Brand, and he's CGI, and, um, he shits, uh, jelly beans, and that's it. That's all I remember. But she was also really into Smurfs, and the plot of the Smurfs is that the Smurfs come to New York City, I think, and they, uh, harass Neil Patrick Harris, uh, which is fine. Um, so there was the affiliated dance party video game that came out at this time. Uh, this was also 2011. And some of the music was just, like, from the movie or written specifically for the movie or inspired by the movie. And, um, some of it was left normal. Some of it was normal songs with the lyrics left to normal that maybe hid, like, the most tangential relation to the concept of the Smurfs as a whole. I'm looking at the list here. Um, one of the songs was Living Color, which I can't remember if it was live in Living Color. I think it wasn't. I think it was a different song. It's by Gigi Abraham. Um, I think it's just because the Smurfs are blue. Like, it's, I, I guess. Or was there something about rainbows in the movie? No, I'm thinking of trolls. Um... One of the songs is, I want to dance with somebody who loves me. Or, sorry, some, yeah, somebody who loves me by Whitney Houston. Just because Smurfs dance. The most tangential relation to the Smurfs canon. Whatever. Um, similarly, A Year Without Rain by Selena Gomez? I don't even know. Was there a rain subplot in that film? Like, whatever. I don't mean to be critical. Um, and then there was the special third type of song, which were songs where they changed the lyrics. To make it more Smurfy, Who Let the Dogs Out by the Bearhead Man became Who Let the Smurfs Out. Um, I think, uh, obviously, uh, Wick This Way by um, Run DNC and. No, what the hell is their name? Um, it starts with an A. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I didn't. I should I sh I didn't know I was going to be going down this, this, this road. Here. It's like on the tip of my tongue. I'm like about to say Aeropostale, and I know that's wrong. Walk this, walk this way. Uh, yeah, I was right. Run DMC. I got them. 
And um, uh, the the word I was looking for is Aerosmith. So I'm sorry, not Aeropostale. Although it, the time period, 2010s, Aeropostale was whatever. Um, God, I've been old forever, haven't I? <laughs> um, so they turned into Smurf this way, okay? And they replaced all the lyrics and made it about being a Smurf, right? Um, and then, like, uh, uh, what was the other one that they changed? Oh, uh, Mr. Boombastic became Mr. smurf stick It was... I wouldn't call it really fantastic, but yeah, it happened to us. So yeah, I don't like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, but yeah. So it was a video game. So I just thought that it was weird. Um, yeah. Oh man, I forgot about this. Holy fucking shit. Uh, uh, Barbara Streisand was by by Duck Sauce was just in this video game. I completely forgot that because like, was she even in the movie? Like, they have a Katy Perry song, they have one of the boys, which I guess makes sense, um, because the whole thing with Smurfette, who I believe was voiced by Katy Perry, but I don't know that for sure, was, um, that she was the only lady Smurf, so that's cool. Um, and then that's how I found out about Katy Perry, I think, or at least that's how I found out about her song Peacock, because I looked her up and I was like, oh, what's happening here? And I, I think I know it by heart, but I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I want to see your peacock, cock, cock, your peacock. Anyway, so that's the extent of my um, my video game knowledge, and I'm sorry. Um, we got three different types of, of dancing video games. I used to play Zelda on, I used to have a Nintendo 64. And, um, yeah, it wasn't good. Um, it was, it was like, given to us by a friend of the family who was like, we're all done, we don't need it anymore. And we got, we got, I remember we got a big bucket of games. Like, the, the cartridges. I mean, it, it wasn't that many games because the cartridges were so big, but, like, hey, man, I'm not complaining. They were cool. I didn't really understand any of them. A lot of them were sports. And because I already didn't understand the rules of the sports, and then additionally, I don't understand the rules of how to game. I was kind of, like, not <laughs> capable of playing them. They were fun, though. I remember we had hockey. Um, I think I, I think there was soccer or football, but like American, I don't remember. Um, I, I do distinctly remember the, the NHL one. That one was pretty cool. And we got Legend of Zelda. Um, and I liked the music and I liked the characters and I did not know what I was doing, but my friend from home, she had, uh, more modern video games and she showed me them. And I would just watch her play them, because I had no fucking idea what we were doing. And then we'd play Smash Brothers, so I know they won Smash Brothers for Wii, I believe. Um, Super Mario Smash Brothers, is it the name? I've played that one, wasn't very good. <laughs> um, uh, trying to think of other video games. I hate a plug-and-play video game that was, I'm not gonna say the precursor to the Kinect. Um, because I, you know, that, if I said that and was technically factually wrong... Like, I think, um, I think gamers would actually rise up, and they would find me, and they would put me in jail, and, like, it was time, it was time anyway, but, um, yeah, I had a plug-and-play video game, um, that was shaped like a snowboard, and it was pretty cool for the time, like, it was pretty sci-fi, I forget how I got it, um, I think I got it from, like, it's something from school. Like, it must have been one of those things where I, like, sold enough wrapping paper where I got this item, or, like, something like that. Um, and we plugged it into the TV, and what you do is it's a board, and you step on the board, and it looks like a snowboard, and you pretend that you're snowboarding. And I wasn't very good at it, but I had, I had a lot of fun. 
it was pretty cool. Um, and it, if, you know, for something that you fucking get for selling a lot of ripping paper, like it's, it's pretty hardcore to be the kid with the, the snowboard plug and play game. Well, right. I mean, meanwhile, you know, everyone's got their fucking Tamagotchis and their, you know, Nintendogs and whatever. And, you know, uh, 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 whatever. Who fucking, who knows? I'm trying to think of what video games were big when I was in school. Call of Duty, I guess. There was more high school. I remember my uh, boyfriend, but not really boyfriend. We were dating, but not really. He, he, he was dating me. I was not aware I was dating him. Um, and then everyone else thought we were siblings because he had long hair and I had like short hair for woman, heavier quotes, meaning like to your shoulders. We're just a bunch of fucking metalhead stoners. Like we just looked like fucking dorks, but everyone thought we were siblings and, uh, it was weird. <laughs> um, hi, Sid, if you're out there, um, remember me? It's okay. Please don't. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I remember we played call of duty and i wasn't good at it <laughs> and uh it, it's really just i you know the ba- baseline is just point and shoot and i couldn't figure it out um what other things if i oh gta the just just tants no um grand theft auto I think I've played it, so we, we played it in college a lot, someone brought a gaming system, and we would play it, and I was just not good, just not competent <laughs> at it, which is weird, because, like, the whole point of the game is to be kind of bad, right, like, I don't know, in GTA, I kind of drive the way I drive in real life, which is kind of not, not bad enough to commit murder, hopefully, but not the best, um, but the character customization was fun, that sort of thing, um, yeah, I think that's about it for me with video games. I mean, I think we had Littlest Pet Shop for Wii, and none of us could figure it out, which is really sad. <laughs> I think I also tried playing it as an adult, because my mom was, like, going through video games, and she's like, is this one worth donating? And I was like, I don't know, I can't figure out the gameplay. Maybe. I don't know. Um, trying to think. We hit Harry Potter for Wii, but none of us really read Harry Potter. I think it was just, like, on sale. So my mom bought it and was like, look, the wizarding book that children have read. And we're like, great, whatever, man. And then, you know, and it turns out that the books weren't even worth reading anyway, because they're full of like anti-Semitic stereotypes and, you know, a lot of racist caricatures and, uh, you know, J.K. Rowling is a garbage person (laughs) and not isn't she collects garbage, isn't she is a person who is garbage. Um, I support garbage people. I am a garbage person, a person that is garbage. Um, and I collect garbage. Anything I collect is probably not worth collecting. It's okay, too. Uh, yeah, so that's the extent of my knowledge on video games specifically. I would have to look back. I would like to do an episode on how much I personally suck at gaming. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun for you guys. Um, and fun for me, too. Uh, but, uh, that's, that's just to give you guys a, a background of my, my knowledge of video gaming. I have watched video game playthroughs and video game reviews on the internet. And, um, yeah, usually they're talking to me and I got no fucking idea. Like, I, I'll understand enough, but I won't understand a whole lot. Like, once you start telling me which control does what, I don't fucking know. Um, like, uh... I it, and it changes from game to game. That's a problem that I have. Like, like, why does why do the controls change contextually? Like, why I don't I don't care I don't care I don't know. I was trying to help a friend with their Xbox um uh, a few months ago, and they're like, press these buttons, and I'm like, I am. Oh, there's more buttons than this. 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's some things I can understand. I can I can technically understand subjectively bad or objectively bad graphics that I can understand if a game is glitchy, if a game doesn't scroll correctly, or if there's something wrong with the way that things are logged and the way that the character is able to carry things or access things or that sort of thing. And they all understand. But once you get into the like the nitty gritty of like what makes the game bad, chances are, or what makes the game good. Because someone could explain, I you know, I've seen video game reviews of games that are purportedly good, and I still have no idea what they're fucking saying to me. They're like, these graphics are crisp. And I'm like, well, I can see them. Okay, yeah, what, whatever, man, sure. I don't know what makes the, but then also, I liked the graphics of Pong. So maybe, maybe I just have bad opinions. Anyway, these opinions are not my own. Well, okay. For what, we, for what we're going to be doing for the rest of the episode... These opinions are not necessarily my own. They're going to start as being... So I've pulled up the Wikipedia list, list of video games notable for negative reception. Because as I said at the beginning, I love shit media. And I produce shit media. That's why I'm here. Um, I am not the person that decided to put these on the list. But I'm going to do a little read-through of all of these. And yeah, um, I'm going to... I think I'm gonna, I think for the most part I'm gonna understand why they're on the list, unless it is something super technical, in which case we'll be like, I'm sure it impacts gamers in some way, but like, it's not my problem. So the first one from 1982 is Custer's Revenge, and I clicked on it. Oh, and it's an erotic video game. Uh oh, for a Terry. Oh my God, people are out here fucking getting hurt doing a Terry. Um. Uh, oh my god, oh no, okay. Um, it says the goal of the game is to rape a Native American woman. What the fuck? Someone greenlit this? Holy shit, this is terrible. Um, oh, oh my god, okay, so it's racist. The graphics are, the graphics are ugly. Um, but it's, uh, it's just offensive to Native Americans. It's offensive to women. Um, it's, this is offensive. He, he just walks around. First of all, they're pixelated because it's a Terry graphics. He just walks, he's just walking around naked. Everyone's naked. This is horrible. Jesus fucking Christ. They made you pay $50 for this, which it says in 2021, it would be $140. It would be an $140 video game. Absolutely, absolutely not. This is disgusting. Holy shit. Yep. So this one absolutely belongs on the list. I completely agree. Native American groups were against it, absolutely. Women's groups were against it, absolutely. I'm against it, absolutely. Why would you not be? Um, and they pulled it in 1983. That's good. Um, it shouldn't have even made it out, but, you know, at least they... Uh... No, it shouldn't have even made it out. This is all bad. Um, ugh, sorry, guys, it was a bad start. The next one up is Pac-Man for Atari 2600. 2600? I don't know. Uh, let's see what made it bad. Uh, let's see. They made it simpler. The maze is a little bit simpler. That's good. The ghosts flicker. Is they? Do they? Are they not supposed to? Oh God! It's been forever since I've played Pac-Man. Um. Oh, it's a. It okay. So it was a, a conversion over from the the um the coin operated the big bucks arcade game. So they, they was why the graphics were flickery and people were like, it's ugly. And I guess, you know, I guess, yeah, okay. I think, when was this, 1982? I mean, 
I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. I guess the flickering graphics would be a bit of a problem if you're trying to escape the ghosts and you're like, shit, where'd they go? Oh no, they're eating me. They're eating her, and then they're gonna eat me. Oh my god. I almost said, oh no, but I think the line is, oh my god. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so this is just a graphics issue. It's fine. Um, it's, we're, we're already, it's automatically better than Custer's, what was it? Custer's Lace Stand? Custer's Revenge? We should be fucking getting revenge on Custer. I'm fucking, I'm fucking heated that that game was allowed to be sold. Holy shit. Uh, oh, I've referenced this one before, I believe. E.T. the Extraterrestrial. It was so bad, the graphics were so bad, and the controls were so bad, they buried it in the desert. Um, also an Atari game. Uh, you know, that's fine. It, the, the page redirects to the Atari video game Burial, because it's kind of everything that anybody knows about it. Um, which is fair. Uh, <laughs> they just fucking, just fucking threw it in the desert, and they were like, okay, well gone. Uh, but it wasn't all gone because people people found it. People went it went down to uh, the part of south uh, the part of um, southern part of the city of uh, Ilma Il I'm so sorry Ilmagordo, New Mexico. Yeah. Oh my God! They have a whole little map of where it is and everything. Holy shit! Yep. There's the city. There's the southern part. I'm assuming what's highlighted in red is um, where uh, the the video games are. Uh, did they find them all? Now I'm like, now I'm, now I'm invested. Um, did they find, <laughs> the mayor was like, we don't want to see this happen again. That makes sense. You probably shouldn't fucking put, um, the, uh, the video game, you probably shouldn't put video games in the ground. Um, holy shit. Excavation. Oh, there they are. Oh, wow. Oh, it's a lot of, it's different Atari video games. It's not just, um, E.T., but it's the one everyone knows. They also buried Yars' Revenge, Star Raiders. Star Raiders? I feel like I've seen that. Okay. Uh, Space Invaders. Okay, that one I've I've heard of. I think I hid a vi of, like a version of it for the like the iPad. Defender and Warlords. Warlords. I'm sorry. And Centipede. Holy shit! But everyone knows the ET because ET was the worst on the list because of the graphics and the controls, and that's fair. Um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, 1988, side-scrolling action game developed by Advanced Communications and published by Bandai for the Nintendo Entertainment System. <gasps> oh, that's what NES stands for, isn't it? Holy shit, I learned something today. Okay, well, all done with it. Um, let's see, you alternate between Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um, bad graphics, confusing gameplay, and poor use of characters and setting. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, wait, weren't they the same person is kind of the thing. So, um, okay, so it is different modes. They refer to it as Jekyll mode, Hyde mode. Um, it kind of, yeah, the graphics don't look super ugly to me, especially for 1988, but I can also see why it would be, um difficult, you know, it looks like, um, it says reviews were mixed, it, that it was kind of flawed in the gameplay that kind of didn't make a whole lot of sense, but, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I can't tell from skimming this if it's, excuse me, I'm sorry, if the, the point of the video game is to complete whatever happens in the book, I fully read the, the story a while ago, so I don't fully remember the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, 
Um, uh, let's see. Oh, okay, so it doesn't follow the story at all. See, they could be confusing if it doesn't follow the what's supposed to be going on, right? Because, like, if you've read the book and you're, like, super excited, not that, you know, media adaptations always have to be specific to the book, but if you've read the book and you're like, oh, okay, I understand it, uh, I'll go play the game. They released a game about it, and then it turns out that, you like, when the characters are firing fire out of their mouth, I can see where they would be really confusing. Um, interesting. So... But it doesn't look bad. Um, but they also, it's me. 1990s action 52 from 1991. Unlicensed multi carrot video game. I'm going to have to look that up. Multi carrot is a cartridge that contains more than one game. Okay, so that's my guess was that it was going to be similar to like go kart racing or Mario kart racing, and it's not. Um, but why, why isn't it though? Uh, ooh, oh, 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 wow, man, that is something. It looks like an Adult Swim parody. So they were trying to do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing, and they created something called the Cheetah Men. Uh, I'm going to say animation kind of bad. Yeah, I'm going to go with bad. Oh my god, their pecs are so fucking big. They, these are, these are some, anth the, yeah, these really are anthropomorphic cheetahs. Good job. Um, good job, Wikipedia. <sighs> oh no. Um, let's see. Oh, it's actively considered vaporwave. Wait, okay, vaporwave has multiple meaning meanings apparently. Interesting. Let's see. So, what's the story of this? Um, a mad scientist named Doctor Mor Morbus kills a mother cheetah while on a safari in Africa and takes three of its cubs to his laboratory. Subjected to genetic experimentation, the cubs transform into a human-cheetah hybrid, who eventually turn on Doctor Morbus after gaining awareness of his true nature and future plans. Um. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, the graphics are terrible. Um, there's a murderous uh, cyborg named Cygor, which is terrible. <laughs> um, this is bad. Yeah, I can see why the people were like, this fucking sucks. At this point, just buy a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game at this point. Oh, yeah, the graphics are okay outside of the Cheetah Men. Um, but I can see where we're, Cheetah Men was the main draw. Of this one, I can see why they're probably, like, um, it, yeah, I can see why people didn't like this. Also, it plagiarized music. Um, it's not good. So, if they plagiarized music from Atari games. So, uh-oh, can't do that. Um, yeah, so, Action 52, bye-bye. Night Trip. Uh, Night Trip is a 1992 interactive movie. What? Interact. Okay, so video game, right? You want a video game. We're coming right back. Uh, published by Sega for the Sega CD. It's presented primarily... Oh, I've heard of this. Okay. Yeah. It's just a bunch of fucking vampires watching girls sleep. L literally girls. Teenage girls watching girls sleep. Weird. Okay, don't like it. Um, and it, uh... Yeah, I don't know. It, it, uh, yeah, this is bad. I Yeah, I don't like this one. It is interesting. Though. The graphics are interesting, if it, especially the fact that, like, it is a live action video game. Like, there were live actors, and then it's kind of, it's kind of, I don't know if anyone remembers, like, the Choose Your Own Adventure books. I haven't played this, obviously, but it kind of strikes me as that, where, like, no matter what you choose, there's something pre-written. 
Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense, because they give you decisions, they give you options, and then you choose one. And it's not like you're going to choose an option that isn't there, except for don't play the game, which makes sense. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh, wow. They got full-on people to do this. There's a plot. Um, they, uh, the, they have something called the Sega Control Attack Team, which is, which is skit, which I think is fair. Oh, you know what? A skating video game. I would say, I, not poop, not poop fetish, but like, like skate man, like, sweep up, 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 up. Yeah, I would play the shit out of a skating video game. Like, if it was, like, the singing video game, which I don't remember the words, so I don't care. But it was just the skate man. Yeah. Yeah, you guys hold on to the, You guys hold on to that one. Remember me when you're famous. Because um, I'm not, I'm not going to push this one anywhere. Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, 1993. This is another interactive full motion video game. Wait a second. Wait, I've seen Mario. They're not wearing ties. We all knew this, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, no. It's an adult-oriented romantic comedy visual novel slash dating simulator published by Kieran Entertainment for the 3DO Interactive Multiplayer. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've never heard of a 3DO Interactive Multiplayer, and I've clicked on it, and I still haven't heard of it, which makes me think it didn't do the best i mean it says it was called the 1993 product of the year but like i don't know man how many how what really is the interactive video video game dating sim market like out there and that, that could just be me asking because like i fall somewhere on the aromantic spectrum um but like yeah this is just this is just foolishness <laughs> like i don't know what's happening here plumbers don't wear ties received overwhelmingly negative reviews from critics for its uh lackluster production value nonsensical storyline poor acting and humor and being primarily presented as a slideshow so yeah if you call it a it's a, if it's a, you, yeah. if it's a slideshow it's kind of like not a video game you know i went to school um, it's hard to tell, because obviously I didn't retain a, just, just a smidge of knowledge, and it's why I do this. Um, but I went to school, right? So, and, like, you know, I never once sat through a, a teacher or a professor's slideshow and went, yeah, it feels like I'm playing a video game right now. Like, I never, like, turned to my lab partner in, like, bio and was like, hey, hey, isn't this, like, just like playing a video game? Because they would have hit me with their textbook, and I would have deserved it, because they'd be like, okay, something scrambled, bang! Hopefully they brought you back to normal. And, um, maybe it would, maybe they would have straightened something out upstairs. Um, but, you know, I, I don't like the idea of this, this video game, which, um, which means that, um, which means that maybe there's nothing wrong with me upstairs. Maybe I've been right well along. Oh, there's a plot... Oh, there's bad, there's good and bad endings! Oh my god! Wait a second. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm gonna- no one else in the, in the entire history of the world is gonna cover this, so let me just- let me just read the plot real quick. A full motion video clip features the character Jane introducing the player to the main objective and basic rules of the game. This is from Wikipedia, before someone sues my fucking ears. From that point onwards, the entire format is that of still photographs with actors reading the dialogue. The narrator also changes once during the game- Oh, not their clothes. Okay, I, I gotcha. Before being changed back to the original a few scenes later. In the early 1990s, Los Angeles locals John, played by Edward J. Foster, and Jane, G. Ann Basoni. Hey, Italian. Hi. 
are uh, both being pressured by their respective parents to find a suitable spouse. John, a plumber, is told by his mother, Violetta uh, Gavorkian, voiced by Samantha Igersoll, to go to her house with the, the girl she has set a date up with, Amy, for dinner at 6 p.m. College student Jane, meanwhile, who is considered a daddy's girl, is going uh, to a job interview, having disliked her co-workers at her previous job. Hey, man, we've all been there. John and Jane uh, both meet in the parking lot by 8 a.m., and John instantly falls in love with Jane, calling her perfect. Uh-oh. John decides not to go to work and stays in the parking lot to wait for Jane to leave uh, from her job interview so he can meet Jane again. Don't do that. Oh, God, this game, like, doesn't even exist anymore, and I'm stressed out. Thinking it is more important than it should, possibly due to the fact that his mother's wanting a spouse for him. Around this time, it is revealed that the game is narrated by Harry Armis, who uh, played Jane's father. Because we know who these people are. Because we know who Jane... I can't remember who Jane is in the story already. When Jane is at the interview, her prospective boss, Paul Mark Thresher, Paul Bocor, uh, tells her that despite her outstanding qualifications and recommendations, her position was canceled an hour before. Fucking send her, send her a telegram. It's the 80s. Call her on the phone! Um, when Jane gets very upset about this, duh, um, oh god, I can see where this is going, because my eyes, I'm sorry, everyone. When Jane gets very upset about this, Thresher says that something can be worked out after all, and he asks her to take her clothes off, which appears to be an attempt to lead Jane to have sex with him to get a job. Um, man. However, so Jane says no, he attempts to sexually assault her, she runs away, John sees him chasing her, um... We get a new narrator named Wilma. She gets shot? Wait, hold on. I, I, after I saw that there was more rape in this game, I was like, okay, I'll just skim. Where, who's Wilma? Why is she getting, what the fuck is happening? Okay, so they're in an abandoned building. And then Wilma is there. And then Wilma gets shot. And then the old narrator comes back. And then... The the guy, the CD guy doing the interview tries to pay her $5 million for sex, not Wilma. Wilma's dead, Jane. Um, they work away, and Jane, oh, is a reward for being honorable. Jane decides to treat John to dinner, and they travel to, tell, they travel to her place on John's bike. It's kind of cute. Not that she feels that she has to date him, which is where the game is going. I mean, you can give someone a dinner to say thank you, but like, well, hey man, we know where this game is going. When he attempts to tell her that his profession is aid of a plumber, Jane believes he was joking, then replies, plumbers don't wear ties. Bad endings. Okay, so there's three bad endings. So the good ending is Jane falls in love with John because John saved her from sexual assault. Um, I mean... You don't have to fall, you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Um, you don't have to fall in love with somebody for saving you. You don't owe that to them. It's just, it's very nice to save people. Um, so, and it is very good and important that you got saved. And I can see people throwing someone a dinner and being like, hey man, thanks for saving me. Like, hell fucking yeah. It's, it's nice to be nice. Anyway, um, bad endings. <sighs> Hold on. John doesn't chase after... Thresher, the bad boss, so Thresher seduces John, and they become a couple. Okay, so Thresher is a bad person, 
So that's what makes it a bad ending. But I think they've kind of enveloped, oh, it's a gay ending. And that makes it a bit. I mean, it was the 90s, but I don't know. So that one feels weird. Um, Jane accepts the money. John has to marry Amy and have three kids. And Jane is um, sex trafficked. Okay, bad ending. Yep, there we go. Uh, if Gimme Something Completely Different is selected after Thresher is dealt with, Jane confesses to John that she is still a virgin and plans to become a nun, much to John's surprise. After failing to talk her out of it, John is forced to return home to have dinner with his mother, who arranges a shotgun wedding, um, between him and Amy. Wait, did he and Amy already have sex? I don't fucking know. Why is it a bad ending that she becomes a nun? Like, why is why is her being a virgin the bad ending? Well, this is a terrible game. I see why this is on this list. I'm sorry I wasted everyone's time. I just, holy shit. It, just the fact that they could write out a plot for the video game with, like, multiple paragraphs and, like, twists? Okay. Yeah, this is bad. Um... This, yeah. Okay, so there was Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Well, right. The the Philips CDI Legend of Zelda releases from 1993 to 1994 are also on this list. I'm going to say between the, the Custer's Revenge and the Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, anything Zelda is automatically doing way better than them, just because I, I, I did enjoy the Zelda franchise. But the deal, you know, despite not being able to, like, get the Ocarina of Time at any, at any point during the game, you know, like... The Zelda remained a legend, because I was Link and I was fucking shit up in level one. I couldn't even get through the fucking tree. Do you guys remember the tree? You go inside the tree? Didn't know what to do inside the tree? Um, whatever, man. I think this one was just, like, the graphics were not necessarily great. Um, oh, and the cutscenes were terrifying. It's kind of, it's kind of fun, though. But I, I can definitely see why it says the controls were really difficult. There were a lot of glitches in the animation. Um, so, yeah, okay, they make sense. They, they one belongs on this list. Um, Hotel Mario. Uh, this is another one that it says that um, it it's dull. Cryptistic is a word that they throw around. Uh, is this the one that's famous for the Luigi scene? Like... Hold on, let me, let me, I mean, looking at it, the graphics are pretty cool, especially for the time. They're colorful, I'm seeing birds, I enjoy birds, so, whatever, dude. Uh, <laughs> let's see, um, it's, it says that it's good for the console it was made for, but not necessarily a good video game in general, which makes sense, because I've never actually, um heard of the the this what is it called the cgi cdi i'm sorry um and then uh yeah i guess it is kind of uh the 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 the, the, the animation zooms in and out which makes sense where they could be kind of nauseating much like the other games we've seen on this list okay so shake fu a fighting game starring american basketball player shaquille shake o'neal uh, received mixed reviews by critics upon its release. So the animation was smooth, it was fun to play, but there was something going on with the controls, it says, and the cheesy dialogue. But I am going to say this was released in 90 1994, and I was released in 1996, so, like, I think released. I was, well, I was a C-section, so I guess I was technically released 
alien chestburst scene. I understand birth. Um, uh, yeah, no, I know it's a lot more physically taxing on the person giving birth than they did. Um, but I am, you know, a good-for-nothing cartoon person, so I was released in 1996. And I'm just gonna say, anything that came out in the 90s probably had cheesy dialogue. I don't think this is unique to the, the Sheik game. Uh, but maybe it was, uh, maybe it was, maybe it was especially cheesy. It says it was fun because the storyline wasn't um, very linear. I guess you can kind of do whatever you want, but the story was kind of goofy. I mean, yeah, okay. Um, oh, and the sprites were bad. The 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 graphics. It says, oh look, there's Shaq, and he's doing uh, something. He's <laughs> so yep, yeah, it's him. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the sprites are really bad. Like the little people at the top of the screen, or tells it looks like a fighting game. It's kind of set up like um. Mortal Kombat! That's the one I was thinking of. Where it, or, or Pokemon, where there's, like, you can tell the states of one person, another person, they have a sprite representing them. And, yeah, the sprites are pretty bad. The animation itself looks pretty cool for the time. And, honestly, I think this could fly now. But if there is something up with the controls, then, obviously, in a fucking fighting game, you would probably want it to not happen, right? Like, if the whole thing is about moving face and face face punching face kicking you don't want sluggish control so then i understand i'm smarter than i thought i was uh what what is this bubsy 3d uh the, is it just me or does it imply that bubsy was a pre-existing thing and it's now in 3d uh oh no Sorry, the name of it is Bubsy is 3D in Forbidden Planet. And now I get it. Okay, yeah. You don't need is in a video game name, you know, or the name of anything in general. Like, it's okay for Bubsy to be 3D. Bubsy 3D. That's all we need. We don't need is. Um, but yeah, let's see what else is going on. Oh my god. Why are the graphics so fucking ugly? What's going on here? Why? It looks unfinished. Like, genuinely. Like, I don't know how to explain it because I'm not a graphics person, but it's, even though it's the newest game on this list, because this list is chronological, so we're only up to, like, 1995, I believe, um, like, it looks partially rendered. Like, the background, like, the mountains in the background don't look finished. They're just kind of blue and weirdly textured. Um... I think I have heard of this game before, um, but I don't know why. <laughs> uh, let's see. It says that it was cool that it was a large world and you could play with two people, but they didn't like the main character's voice. Been there. Um, and the way that the camera moved was disorient. Okay, yeah, I think I do remember hearing that. Or something about the way the camera, because it's a 3D world and the camera doesn't isn't like set, and it kind of swirls around the character in the world. Again, kind of nauseating. <laughs> um, nothing's going well here. I guess that's why it's this list. Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero um, from 1997. Let's see. Oh, yeah, there's Mortal Kombat. I haven't played it, but I, I'm familiar with the song. Sub-Zero is here. Um, let's see. I didn't realize Mortal Kombat was a series. I'm going to be honest. I, I definitely thought it was just one game that people really, really liked a whole lot. Um, oh, no, but people, did, <laughs> people didn't like this one. Oh, no. Okay. 
Um, let's see. So people liked the, it came out for Nintendo 64 and PlayStation, and people liked the PlayStation one, uh, but people did not like the and the the sorry the N64 version. Um, so it had lower video quality. Uh, the graphics were ugly, <laughs> I guess. Um, the uh, so yeah, I mean some people liked it, but um, they they said it was terrible. Some people said it was terrible, and because of the cutscenes, he's the worst cutscenes. Cheap deaths, ugly sprites, um, and it's difficult to tell what direction you're facing, somebody says. I guess that's kind of important for a fighting game. I think we're learning a lot today. Superman 64, I've heard of, but I don't know why. Um... Yeah, glitchy controls uh, that interfere with gameplay, glitchy graphics, ugly graphics. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not even a big Superman guy, to be honest. I don't really follow superheroes, so I wouldn't be super into this game. Uh, <laughs> super. I wouldn't even be regular mortal into this game. I don't know if Superman is immortal. I know there's the kryptonite, but um, it's all I know. We got another Mortal Kombat. We're coming into the 2000s. We're coming in hot. Mortal Kombat Special Forces from 2000. It's, um... It, re it got worse reviews than Mortal Kombat Mythology's Sub-Zero. Um, because it was... It, it says it took a lot of time to make, and they don't like what came out. Uh, ooh, that guy's angry. He's gonna punch us with a fist made of, uh... Uh, like metal or ice something's going on here um uh, but honestly i can if i was trapped in this video game i would be ugly too like i'm not ugly i'm sorry i mean the animation i'm looking at the animation now some of it is kind of ugly i mean he's kind of hot but the animation is kind of the graphics are not necessary polished but if i was trapped in this video game i would be angry too um let's see let's uh, uh let's see what they have to say there it was sold for cheap. It's good. But it was the, the graphics and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's, I guess graphics are big for people. Anyway, speaking of video games that you wouldn't necessarily expect to, 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 to ever have to think about the graphics as well, of it all, um, we have The Simpsons Wrestling from 2001. Ooh. Oh, no. Kind of boxy graphics. Um, it, it resembles um, um, Homer Simpson. It says that it mostly follows wrestling rules, it seems like. People have different characters have their own exclusive rules. Uh, you can pin someone down face down on the mat as opposed to just on their back in regular wrestling. Um, loosely based on professional wrestling games, but more closely resembles a beat-em-up game. Um, health meter and sprites, that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know who looked at The Simpsons, though, and was like, what if this entire family fought each other? Because, like, I mean, like, I, I honestly haven't seen that many episodes of The Simpsons. Um, but, like, they're still a family, like, at the end of the day, right? Like, in this picture, Bart is be beating up Homer. He's making him, well, he's not making him eat his shorts, literally, but, you know, that line was probably said at some point. I'm just going to call cool that. But, like, why? Why is Bart beating up Homer? 
it's kind of the same idea of the Smurfs Dance Party, where you have something that's popular or presumably popular, because I'm going to be honest, I don't think Smurfs, the Smurfs movie 2011 was like a box office success. Like, I, it wasn't a smash hit. It wasn't like an instant classic, but whatever. So you're taking something that's popular or somewhat popular and just being like, we can translate these characters into something else. You know what I mean? Where it's like, we can translate these characters and, um, like, into a different format and people will enjoy it because it's just these characters. And it's like, but why? Why do I want to fight the Simpsons? Also, is Greggle even there? Or whatever the hell his name is, the fake Simpsons character. Uh, he'll be in there somewhere. He has to be. Um, now I have to find his fucking name. Uh, Lost Simpsons character. I'm not wrong. What the hell was his name? Greggle! I was right! Yeah! Ta-da! Did it! Um, anyway, so, yeah. I, I don't really get why the Simpsons need to be punching the shit out of each other. But, um, someone said it hid wit and charm. So, maybe. But I don't think so. Batman, Dark Tomorrow from 2003? There, it, the ending is bad, it says. Honestly, yeah. I'm going to say probably if you have a story-based video game, you got to give it a, a, an ending, like a good ending. Kind of like the Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, where they were like, oh, what if we give you bad endings? Just endings you will not want. But it's also like, I don't think necessarily anybody plays a video game wanting any of the characters to fall in love with each other. Maybe. I don't know. I also don't know Bitman. I don't know if he has a love interest. I don't know if there's a love aspect to this game. But, yeah. You just gotta give it an ending. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Uh, Tomb Raider, uh, The Angel of Darkness 2003. Okay, Tomb Raider is not the game that I thought it was. I thought it was... Wait, hold on. Isn't it where you just run? Isn't it just running? Like, you just run from a tomb? Am I wrong? What the fuck game am I thinking about? Temple Run! Oh, okay, Tomb Raider... TR! I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, but I was wrong. So I don't know what Tomb Raider is. Um... Yeah, um... But why is she raiding the tomb? What's happening here? Um... Uh, gameplay, don't care. Plot, don't care. Learned my lesson, reading the plot... Oh, they've got rabid creatures, they've got magic diggers, she's got big fucking tits, good for her, whatever, man. Why, why is it bad, though? Release reception, alright. Uh, mixed or average reviews, but also generally unfavorable reviews, that's what I'm here for. The system was buggy, the way of fighting or combat was bad, the controls were bad, and the camera movement was weird. Yeah, I'm going to say, but they said the score was great. So, uh, shout out whoever scored Tomb Raider. You did good. Um, let's see. What else do we have going on here? Drake of the 99 Dragons from 2003. Oh. Okay. Huh. Trench coat with no shirt on underneath. You don't think you're going to get sweaty? You don't want to maybe just take off the trench coat or put on a shirt? Anyway, whatever, dude. Um, this one is from the Swedish studio Idol FX. Um, let's see. And it's uh, 
what is happening? There's okay, we have cyborgs. Um and it was supposed to be launched into a multimedia franchise, which would include comics and a potential animated television series. It must be I'm not saying that it can't be done. I, I genuinely don't know a whole lot about any of this. It must be pretty difficult to use a video game as a jumping off point for an animated series and comics. Like, I feel like usually when people do that, they do it the other way around, where it's like something pre-existing becomes a television series and a video game. Like, comics, usually. We just saw a Batman and a Superman one. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying, like, I don't think I've ever seen it done. So it would have been really interesting if this worked out. Um, not that I would have watched it. I'm not, like, like, whatever. Like, I'm not super into this genre, whatever it is, necessarily. Um... But anyway, it, it, we can see it didn't work out because one critic called it frightfully bad. Um, let's see. It, it says frustrating gameplay. There was something you can control two guns independently, but I mean, obviously you're using one control, so that makes it pretty difficult. And the graphics and animations and sound design were pretty bad, especially the voice acting. Oh, I love bad voice acting. Yes, I love this. I take it back. I would have been so into this franchise if it had happened. Uh, Town says the main character, who's supposed to be this mysterious dual gun wielding like anti-hero or whatever, sounded like a game show host. Well, come on down. I don't know. I don't know what game show hosts sound like. I sound like a game show host. I should have been in Drake in the 99 Dragons. I mean, whoa, okay, 1996, 2003. I was seven, but I feel like I could have done it because I had a deep voice then. I could have been I could have been a game show host at seven. I, I sounded just like I do now. I don't think it's a great thing for a seven year old. I can see why my pediatrician was concerned. But like if I had gotten a voice acting gig, it would have been fine. Big rigs over the road racing from 2003. It's a racing video game. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That's an oil truck racing a police car. It's kind of fucking hardcore. Holy shit. So the player controls a semi-trailer truck, a big rig, that races a stationary... Wait. What's a stationary opponent? How do you race them if they don't move? Whatever. Okay, so it was based in California. It was sourced to Ukraine. Uh, it came out in 2003. I. It looks... Oh. Okay. I like the concept. The graphics are ugly. Um, especially, it looks like they're, they're having some trouble with the colors. It's difficult to tell where the landscape ends and the big rig begins. Um, also, <laughs> this big rig is climbing a mountain straight vertically. And I don't know if they're kind of going for, like, a kind of goofy, like, uh, what was the... there? I feel like there was a simulation game that kind of didn't really, uh, like, follow any rules. And I think it was something called, like, Gun Simulator or Goat Simulator. It was something along the lines where, like, Things were kind of floppy and things were kind of stupid, but it's the the role, like the world that it's allegedly set in. It's the the cartoon logic of that world, and it makes sense with gameplay. I don't know if they intended for it to be like this though, <laughs> where you can drive straight up a mountain. Everything else is really uh like like uh, real world looking. Um, reception, a lot of bugs. It says poor truck controls. That's kind of the whole point. It was one of the worst-looking games released that year. <laughs> it was abysmal. <laughs> oh my god, these game critics aren't holding back. Holy fucking shit. Um, but then it then it became a, a, a cult following, and um, the the trophy that you get says your winner. 
and I I love it. And so it's been immortalized on a on a on a PC site or like it is a PC game on a site. I'm guessing you can access it from a make too cool. Yourwinner.com. Um. So hell yeah. I love it. I think it was just great. Um, he, 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 we are a winner. We are a winner. I, I would say so. Anyway, this one's probably a loser. Uh, Lula 3D from 2005. It's an adult adventure game. Uh, okay. So it says it's porn. It says, and I have nothing against porn. I'm pro porn. Um, but I, yeah, it, I, uh, something tells me it's probably not the most respectful or good. Oh, her tits are full out. She's got, like, lingerie socks on. Her hair is not fully rendered. Oh, no! What, what does it say in the corner? Featuring bouncing boobs technology? I mean, whatever, man. People have to get their rocks off somehow. But also... <laughs> does Microsoft Windows have to be a part of it? Like... <laughs> why can't you just watch regular porn? I don't understand why you need to play, because, like, it looks like the controls are bad, and the animation's kind of bad. Wouldn't they be so frustrating you actually couldn't jerk off? Like, I don't know. Oh my god, oh my god, here's the plot. Three porn star triplets, I hope they don't perform together, but you never know, are abducted from Lula's house, and she decides to rescue them. After finding her keys, oh, because you know there's a whole side plot about finding her keys, it's video game, uh, she decides to rescue them. Sorry, she leaves her home in Beverly Hills and travels to San Francisco, Las Vegas, and New Orleans in order to get them. Um, it's it is comparisons to Leisure Leisure Suit Larry, which if you follow me on TikTok, I have references the only video game I know because I dress like Leisure Suit Larry unironically. Um, and the voice acting was bad. It is translated, um, but I guess the dubs are bad. Um, oh, oh my god. Okay, they used motion capture for most of the action and erotic scenes. So they put sensors on actors' boobies to capture real bouncing motion. Holy shit, that's so much work for nothing. For, for technical issues and flat humor, as the critics said. It's yeah, fucking hell. Just watch. Just pick up a Playboy. Not the bunny herself, but, you know, pick up... There's magazines, bro. You don't have to do all this. Like, you can watch Tits Bounce in real life. Whatever. Okay, so that was 2005. All right, great. Um, And it says that everyone sounded like a phone sex operator. I'm going to be honest. Um... I I have considered I've met a weird number of people that are very attracted to people with thick, distinct upper Midwestern, lower Canadian accents. Okay, um, I'm from Massachusetts, but I have met these people, and within a few minutes of me opening my mouth, they will say it, and will be like, "I'm from Massachusetts," and they're like, "Okay, but I'm still horny, so <laughs> whatever." Um, yeah, uh, I, you know, so I think I could make some money as a phone sex operator, but probably not a lot. It's also my extent is thick to the, the point where people can't understand me, which makes me not a great candidate for podcasting. But hey, we're over an hour in and we still have video games going on. So, uh, let's <laughs> maybe one day. 
right? Uh, we have something called Ninja Bread Man. Uh, yep, that is uh, that is an incredibly 2005 animation. Uh, it's uh, a little gingerbread guy, and he's a ninja. It's it's the plot. Well, right. <laughs> it's got bugs in it and frames in it, and uh, players die too easily. It's also stupid. So there's that. Uh, Bomberman X Zero. Okay, I'm gonna guess that this is something that's based on something else. Um, because I feel like you can't just like you can't just come out the gate with something called Bomberman. You know, it's got to be like it's, I don't know. That's that's bold for like the first thing. Like you gotta warm people up to it. Um. Oh, cool. You can customize your character, including their gender. It's 2005, so six. I'm sorry. So maybe, maybe it's as cool as I think it is, but not probably not. Uh, it says that uh, collision detection is pretty bad, which probably makes a lot of sense that you you would want that in a collision-based game or in an action-based game. The textures and graphics are pretty bad. You can't save. Yeah, that's how did it. How did they put it on a disc? How were they like, this is great. Stamp, release. You can't save the game. Isn't that like the whole point of video gaming? Um, I can see where they would make it bid. Uh, um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Um, I don't think I have to explain what Sonic is to anybody. It's the blue guy. It's the little blue guy. He's blue and uh, he's got to go fast. And he has human teeth. Sometimes. Hey man, sometimes I will see human teeth. Um, until you look too close and you're like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> woo, bad tooth joke. All right, uh, yeah. So it just uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on them saying the voice acting was bad because again, I could play Sonic if I really wanted to, man. I, if I if I really really got into it, um, you know, I'd have to try. It is. Gotta go face. Like, I can see me. It's just generic 90s man voice. Whatever. So, but also I can see why the loading time and the design and the poor camera angles and a lot of um, glitches, I can see where they would be problem. Uh, yeah, I can see where they would be problem. A prop, several problems. And um, the story is creepy. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? What's the, what's the story? What's the what's the what's the story? Why is the story creepy? How did you make Sonic the Hedgehog creepy? Now I need to know. All right, where's the plot? Oh, it's long. Okay, let's see what's going on here. Doctor Eggman. Also, I don't know what any of these are. I just know Sonic and Knuckles is the red person, I believe. And then the um, there's uh Shadow, and then the lady's name is like Daisy. I could be wrong. Anyway. Oh, and Dr. Eggman, played by Jim Carrey, but not in this. Dr. Eggman, Prince... Oh, Christ, I can read. <laughs> so this guy, he kidnaps Princess Elise of Soliana in the hopes of harnessing the flames of disaster, a destructive power sealed within her. That must be uncomfortable. That's it's probably heartburn, right? Uh, <laughs> this is why I don't play video games. This is why people don't want me anywhere near them. Aided by his friends Tails and Knuckles. Tails, I knew they did somebody. Uh, Sonic works to protect Elise from Eggman. Meanwhile, Shadow, his fellow Agent Rouge, and Eggman, um, oh wait, Shadow's with Eggman, okay, whatever, I didn't know that, 
Uh, and Eggman it, it's accidentally released an evil spirit, Mephiles. The spirit transports the Asian duo to a post-apocalyptic future ravaged by a demonic monster, Ebilis. Ebilis? I'm sorry. Now, Mephiles meets survivors uh, Silver and Blaze. He fools them into thinking Sonic is the cause of the destruction and sends them the, to the present to kill him. Throughout the story, Sonic and friends travel between the past, present, and future in their efforts to stop Mephiles, and, which I might be saying wrong, and Ebilis, and protect the leaves from Dr. Eggman. Uh, though at first, Silver sucks... So, excuse me, Sonic, and impedes his attempts to save Elise, Shadow reveals to him that Sonic is not the cause of the world's suffering, but rather Mephiles, who is trying to change the pace for his own evil purposes. Um, they travel ten years in the pace and learn that Mephiles seeks to bond with Ebilis, who was sealed within Elise as a child. What the fuck? After, and is there two haves of Solianus omnipotent god, Solaris? Mephiles eventually succeeds after killing Sonic. Oh, I don't know if you're allowed to do that in a Sonic game. Um, to make Elise cry over his death, releasing her seal on Abelis, emerging him to become Solaris, who then attempts to consume time itself. <laughs> oh my god. The heroes use the power of the Chaos Emeralds, don't fucking know what that is, to revive Sonic and Heshiate and Silver transform into their super forms, alright, to defeat Solaris. Sonic and Elise are brought into the pace to extinguish Solaris's flame, removing the god from existence and preventing the entire game's events from ever occurring. Despite this, Sonic and Elise show faint signs of recalling their encounter afterwards. Okay. Alright. Um, I knew they was going to be good. I knew as soon as I scrolled down in the Wikipedia blurb and they were like, it's creepy. I knew they was going to... I didn't expect it going this way, though. Uh, holy shit. Okay, so I'm gonna- I'm not super familiar with Sonic. I know he is a property of Sega, I believe, and I've never owned a Sega system, um, so I've never played it. I'm familiar with the concept. I know it was a television show, and I know that it's been a movie, and I know that you gotta go face, and I know that you gotta collect rings. Everything I just said when I was reading from the big Wikipedia blurb happens in a game where you have to collect rings. So, which, I mean, I'm guessing the rings, like, have some sort of purpose that I don't know about, um, but, and, like, some of these ideas are, like, really, really cool. Like, I like the idea of, I've always liked the idea of something evil being, like, or something bad or something ominous or painful being sealed inside of a person and they're, like, struggling against it. It's an idea that I, that I really like as a writer. I think that idea is really cool. Um, you know, obviously I like the demonic shit. I think that it's pretty metal. Um... Like, you know, and time travel, fucking great. The idea of eating time itself is a demonic entity that fucking slips. I think my only problem is that it's all happening in a Sonic game. Um, and I don't know how well this tricks with the actual storyline of the Sonic characters themselves. Because, again, all they do is go fist and collect the rings. But I could be wrong. Um, damn, that's fucking dark. Uh, Silver, they've early concept art of Silver the Hedgehog. Looks cool, you know. Um, I just, yeah, I, huh. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, why are we eating time in a Sonic game? You know what I mean? Why are we dealing with the concept of, like, darkness trapped within a person since birth in a Sonic game? Right? Am I wrong? I can't be wrong. No, because I'm going to scroll down to reception, and they're going to say that, um, that, uh, um, that, that I'm right, actually. <laughs> Let's see. They said the audio was decent sometimes, but the system lacked polish. Um, 
the the camera is responsible for most of the deaths. So it's not something that happens within the game itself. It's something to do with the way that the camera causes you to see the surroundings. Okay, that makes sense. Um, inappropriately dark. That's what I'm going. That, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. That's where I was going with it. Um, the, this Sonic series is veered off into absolute nonsense, says one critic. Um, yeah, kind of a little bit. Um, also, again, I don't know if you can, um, I don't know if you can kill Sonic in his own video game. Like, Mario never dies, right? Um, I don't know any other particular, cool, cool spot never dies, right? I don't know any other video games, I'm so sorry. Nobody just Dance died, okay? So, <laughs> I, hey man. None of the Smurfs are dead. Anyway, Leisure Suit Leary box office bust. I feel like I don't even need to to really go into why this one was bad. It's another porno game. Again, I know people need to masturbate, and I support sex workers and that sort of thing. Um, but like it, uh, to this, to this though, he he's kind of hot in this one. Um, yeah. Uh, whatever. Whatever, man. I. If you're, I feel like if you're gonna do a sex video game, you gotta go, like, all the way. It's gotta be, like, good. Like, specifically for a sex comedy video game, it's got, you gotta make the characters likable, or, like, likably unlikable, if you have to go that direction, and you have to make sure the comedy, like, is good sex comedy, which is possible. I'm not saying I do it. I'm just saying, like, it, it's probably the humor in the game was probably, like, overdone, you know, like, whatever, and not done in a, an ironic way. It's probably the humor is just there's boobs on screen, you know what I mean? And it's like, you need a little more nuance to that, and I know that it's a video game, but you're already at the point of playing a video game to get your rocks off, you know what I mean? When porn, again, is right there. So, <laughs> make it good, you know what I mean? Whatever, man. <laughs> hmm. What's up? Stalin versus the Martians? Is this the is this the sequel to Santa Claus Conquers the Martians? Let's see. Um so it is a parody. It's a parody real-time strategy game. Uh I believe it's a desktop game because it doesn't say it was released for a specific system. Released in 2009. Um it's trashy and over the top and it mocks World War II strategy games. Um, and it's an obvious parody, uh, it's coming close to satire, but it's bad. It wasn't done well. Um, fair. Yeah, I, huh. Hmm. Huh. Scathing reviews. Uh-oh. Um, oh no. It's, um, it, you shouldn't purchase the game, they say, but it can be amusing. Uh, his character value. So the game is so bad, you can't look away. Um, fair. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know too much, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know a whole lot about World War II strategy games. I didn't realize that a lot of those were video games. I thought that when they said it was a parody of World War II strategy games, it made kind, it was kind of more like the really old-timey ones, where it'd be like a war, like, not desktop, but like, board game? I don't know, it could be. Um, they would also be kind of a difficult thing to port over into a video game if it is actually a parody of war board games? Yeah, I don't see why this exists. Um, anyway, Rogue Warrior 2009, um, under the title Rogue Warrior Black Razor, uh, from Bethesda, which I've heard mixed reviews about. I know that they're one of the most popular gaming-making people out there. So, but I guess this one sucked. 
Frequent use of profanity. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, cancel it. Cancel everything. Fuck. Uh, let's see. <laughs> the main character doesn't just drop an F-bomb. He drops the entire nuclear warhead of repulsive language. Oh, jeez. And there's no plot. Hey, man, it's just this show. So, but at least... At least I'm funny. Um, I think they sold this to be a serious game. It is uh, one of the worst PC games of all time. Uh, it has a multiplayer feature that it says was very limited, which is weird because why would you, if you limit the multiplayer feature, doesn't it just make it single player again? But again, I'm not a gamer, so I don't really know. Uh, it was a short game and the graphics were ugly. And it's okay. Hey man, we've all been there. I'm, 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 I was, I was made ugly. I'm an ugly, I'm an ugly guy. I'm, <laughs> I was animated in an ugly way. That's why this is audio. Um, 2010s. Oh no, I hate Final Fantasy. I don't know what Final Fantasy is. Um, but my first year of marching band, we did a Final Fantasy themed show. Um, like just the music. We didn't do anything fantasy about it. And like, I don't know, I guess, I guess we did good enough in competitions where none of it was our final fantasy. We just kept going. Uh, we weren't so bad that they cut funding. So that was good. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't even know what Final Fantasy is. The music is fine. It just brings back memories of marching band. And I was really, 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 really bad at marching band. Um, but it was my first year. And it's not that I got any better. It's just that people graduated, so. <laughs> at some point, you're just doing your own thing, you know? I'm allowed to be bad. I'm a senior. It's senioritis. I'm a senior in middle school. Shut up. Um... Yeah, uh, uh, poor controls, confusing user interface. It's an mporg, mmporg, mmp, uh, sorry, morg, mmorpg. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good to me. Sounds like a, sounds like a strain of DNA. Um, it's a massive multiplayer online role-playing game. There we go. Um, so, yeah. And if it's one of those things where you want a lot of players, a lot of users, maybe make the interface a little bit more user-friendly. I don't know. Um, let's see. Power Gig, Rise of the Sixth String. All right. This is one of those rock and roll music videos, kind of like uh, Rock Band and Guitar Hero. Um, so, oh, whoa. They give you an actual electric guitar that can be used in-game, instead of it being a plug-and-play kind of thing. That's kind of cool. Uh, but the guitar sucked, it says. Um, so it's not good. Um, there's poor hit detection in the drumsticks, which is kind of important, because that's how a drum is, um, that's how a drum is played. Uh, so that's not good. Um, and there wasn't a lot of feedback, which I think I understand. When you play a video game, sometimes they buzz. I remember that the, the N64 hit a shock pick on the back, which I don't remember if there was the real word, world, real word, but like if you hit something, you'd get a buzz, and you could take it out and you could put it back in. I always put it back in because I had no fucking idea what I was doing, but if I was like, you know, again, Ocarina of Timing around, if I like hit a clay pot is Link, then I would feel a buzz in the thing, and it's like, oh, okay, I made contact with the world. I'm doing something. 
So without that sort of feedback, without the 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 jiggle pick and the back or whatever the fuck they were called, I can see where I can see where, especially with the game where it's like you want feedback that you're hitting the notes correctly or hitting it in the right time. You need that buzz or you need the the console or the um, controller to do something because otherwise it's like what the fuck am I doing? Um, I can't remember. I cannot remember the word of the thing for the, the name of the thing for the life of me. Um, also, no bass guitar mode. Next, they're going to tell me no stairway. <laughs> oh my god, I am old. Oh no, is it a Wayne's World reference? In the year of our Lord 2022? I'm so sorry, everybody. Oh, I've heard of this one. Okay, Postal 3. Wait a second. No, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Is this the one based on going postal? Um, I Wait, I might, I might be wrong. Okay, the Postal series. Excessive violence and controversial content. Uh, yeah, the games, it's about, like, going postal, right? Like, the, the original... So for people that don't know, the, um, the origin of the phrase going postal refers to... I'm going to look up the year, uh, because this was an old one. Uh, going postal, the origin of the phrase refers to becoming extremely and uncomfortably angry to the point of violence... Uh, especially in a workplace environment, according to Wikipedia. And that comes from an actual real-life shooting, um, or multiple actual real-life shootings, uh, specifically from 1986 onward, but technically between 1970 and 1997, in which there were uh, over 40 people killed by current or former employees in at least 20 instances of workplace rages. And the, the earliest known uh, time that the frame was used is, was in regard to a workplace shooting at a post office. So they said that the, the, when someone shoots up a post office, when a worker or, or a former worker shoots up a post office, they refer to it as going postal. And I'm guessing that's what the video game is from. I think I've heard of it, and I think it's for that reason. Like, they... Yeah, okay. So it's something kind of like that. So, um, in the original one, a guy simply referred to his postal dude, gets evicted from his home, and he thinks that the Air Force did it to him. So he fights everybody on his way, um, probably including a post office. So then, for some reason, this game caught on, and there's three of them. And um, he lives in a town named Catharsis now, and he's shooting people up. Um... And, oh, wow, they got celebrity voice actors, um, they got all sorts, and they got different endings, all right, uh, oh, wow, three, three different, and regardless of endings, the Postal Dude's final words are, I regret nothing, um, oh, jeez, oh, wow, the good ending, he hits a nuclear button that blows up the world, all right, I can see why people were like, this is kind of bad, um, Someone says it was interestingly written. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, I don't really, I don't know super much about video games. I also know that violence in video games doesn't necessarily cause violence in the outside world. There's a lot more factors than that. And people like to blame video games and people like to blame media. But it's like, what about the rest of us that, like, aren't assholes? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or aren't, like, I mean, I'm an asshole. But I also don't, you know, I haven't been told that I can shoot people. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So, but, like, this game does seem a little bit gratuitously violent. I mean, to be honest, I'm also not somebody that can really, um, 
handle violence. Like, you know, I'm not, I don't do on-screen violence very well, and I don't do real-life violence very well. I'm kind of like, ugh, ugh. Yeah, but, uh, why did this need three games? Like, does he go postal? Does he go in a post office for real in any of them? Whatever. Um, and it says that it is poor attempts at being offensive. How do you fuck up being offensive? Like, I mean, good. I guess fucking up being offensive would mean you're not offensive, right? Or, well, I don't know. It is It is a game called Going Postal. Um, <laughs> Flat Out 3, Chaos and Destruction. This is a longer list than I realized. I'm sorry. Thank you for still being here. This is fun. I have nothing to do today. So we're just doing this, man. Uh, graphics are terrible for 2011. Oh my god. That man is... What is happening? Okay. This guy is just blocking his eyes, jumping out of the back of a taxi cab or a tank. It's drawn so poorly, I can't tell. Um, let's see. It's, wow, not good. Unfavorable reviews. Yeah, because it's fucking ugly. Um, it has de demolition mode, which it says that a lot of people like, but the bad collision detection were criticized. So the the controls were bad. If it's, if it's difficult to collide in something called collision mode, or if it's difficult to cause destruction in something called, called demolition mode, yeah, maybe it's time to rethink your video game. Um, also, like, uh, again, with the, the, the zip thing on the back, you're going to want to feel it when you when you hit something not like yeah i want to feel it but like with it it's it's the game telling you like oh you've made contact you did it great um what the hell is that thing called uh buzzer on back of n64 con controller once i get the name some of you guys are gonna be like oh right right it yep the not the extension port i don't care uh, it's called, like, a buzz box or something. Like, uh, video game con... <laughs> I swear to God, this is a real thing. Mm, I know it's real. I know it's real, but I don't fucking know what it was. The vibration, yeah. Okay, so the Xbox One, you can turn it off in the game, but they used to have a cartridge. They would have to plug into the big... I'm I'm old, old, old. I, fuck. Um, I, I swear to God, there used to be a cartridge you would have to put into it, and you'd be like, yeah, and... Okay, don't like that. Take it out. Throw it on the floor. Um, whatever. We have Infestation Survival Stories, which is an open-world multiplayer survival horror game from 2012. Oh, yeah, this was, like, the heyday of, like, survival horror games, wasn't it? Like, the Freddy Fazbear game came out around this time. There was a lot of jump scare games, which I hate jump scares. Oh, and zombies. Zombies were big. This one's about killing zombies. Um, and so, like, gameplay, don't care. Uh, uh, reception. It had bugs. It says, uh, you know... Not great writing, not great great transactions, it says. So there's probably something weird about the way that um, they uh, set up the world building, something about it doesn't quite click. Um, and unless unless it's not in-game transactions, unless it's like you have to buy additional content that like doesn't matter. Um, 
Oh, and then the game creator called people. They played the game faggots. Okay, well, that'll do it. That'll sink you, bud. You can't be doing that. Sim City 2013. I thought I heard good reviews about Sims. Um. Oh, wow. That's huge. You can build a whole fucking city. Yeah, I can see where this probably, like, uh, goes away from what Sims typically used to be. Um, it says that there was a lot, uh, you can get rid of the non-critical gameplay features, like leaderboards. Yeah, that's true. Why do you need a leaderboard in Sims? Why was it even in there? Um, and that, uh, because so many people did it, so many people built their cities on rock and roll and otherwise, that, um, they were, they were having trouble with the server. The server wasn't built large enough to accommodate that many people they wanted to make sims um or sim cities yeah i, I guess that makes sense um so it kind of crashed the site ah poor sim city um aliens colonial marine colonial marines what the hell does it mean like marines from the 13 column what, what the hell does it mean is this based on the Alien game or the Alien series? It is. It is based on the Alien series. It's for Sega and published by Sega for Windows in 2013. Sega's still out there. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's true. They did just make that Sonic movie that I literally just referenced and forgot about. Um, did we need another Alien game in 2013? Not to like, not to not to be a dick, because like, I don't know. Are people still thinking like, Alien is still a very significant film? Uh, especially in the genre that it was in. But, like, um, we still playing video games about it? It's 2013. Whatever, man. Let people have their fun. Um, downloadable content. Critical response. Uh, Shilo, sci-fi fluff. Ooh, fluff! Oh, they're gonna fall in love with the alien! Or not. I could be reading that wrong. I don't care. Um, let's see. It was written faithful to the source material, which is cool. Um, but they, except for the way that the main characters are, um, let's see. Oh, and they kind of, some of the characters fell away from the, so, like, the sci-fi aspects were contingent to the world, it, it says, but the way that they wrote the characters were not, um, really lifelike to the actual characters. Like, in Alien, you know, the kind of the whole thing is it's like a lady is the front woman in the movie, I believe. Yeah, I've seen Alien. It's just been, like, in a while. But instead, in this movie, or in this video game, they say that, like, they it kind of fools back into, like, Macho Man, just regular shoot -em up sci-fi territory. I can see where they would definitely do a disservice to the original um, uh, source material. Uh, Ride to Hell Retribution, which is it's, it's in the style of Grand Theft Auto. Um, it's from 2013, negative portrayal of woman, women, sorry, not just one woman. <laughs> they didn't just fuck up one woman really bad. Um, let's see, poor voice acting, bad controls, um, out of approach a touch to sex. Oh my god, why do you need sex in a full down in a car game? I don't understand. Why is creation cars horny for you? I don't care. This is like the longest episode, it's because I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm just trying to finish this fucking list. Double Dragon 2, Wonder, one, Wonder of the Dragons, Wonder of the, one, am I, no, yeah, okay, at first I thought it said Wonder of the Dragons, and I was like, no, I fucked up pronouncing, pronouncing, I fucked up pronouncing that, 
Why do I do podcasts? Uh, overwhelming dislike, it says. Uh, but I like dragons. What happened with the dragons? Why, why are we upset with the dragons? Oh, wow. Okay, it's kind of a cool art style. It's kind of retro. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, this was produced by Technos Japan. And it, it okay, so it was originally a coin-operated arcade game from 1988, and so what they produced um, in uh, 2013 is definitely it was well not is definitely it just is is uh, a version of the that they were like okay let's release it let's modernize it let's bring it into the modern world, um, and so yeah uh, I guess it just didn't do good it didn't port over correctly or not port over correctly but it didn't translate correctly from uh like an arcade box game to like an open world or that sort of thing like beat em up fighting style modern video game which is too bad because the art style looks really cool like i like it it's just i guess and i can see where where the controls were so limited and like the graphics were so limited in the stories that most arcade style games were able to tell if they even had a story or a plot at all we're all it's so limited it would be very difficult to bring one of those games into modern gaming which is very reliant on stories and plot and like settings apparently from I mean, except for smurf's dance party okay like it's timeless and universal <laughs> the fighter within from connect oh fucking remember connect it was a huge fucking thing at the time uh holy shit um Oh, yeah, look at that. The realistic-looking graphics so far. Those might actually just be people on the cover. Um, released by Ubisoft. Uh, let's see. Panned by critics. Uh-oh, what did they do? The Kinect controls were not good for the game, or just in general. The game itself did not work. Um, the storyline was bad, and it was racist. That's not good. Yeah, that's really bad, actually. Yeah, what the fuck? Why? Why are we like? Why are we like this? Stiff dialogue, boring character design. Wait, character design? They looked like a picture. Why don't you just do what you did for the picture? Whatever. Uh, so it's a bad game. Dungeon Keeper, 2014. Uh, it's an MMO strategy video game. I'm not gonna know what they fucking means. Um, let's see. No, that's not good. So the way that the controls worked, um, and the fact that a lot of it was behind a paywall, you had to pay real money to access important parts of the game, made it unplayable, according to critics and people that were just playing it and trying to give it a review. So what they did, instead of fixing their game, they or pulling it from stores, because they were like, yep, it sucks, sorry, we'll cut our losses, we'll bury it in the desert. E.T. is there, he'll say hi. Um, they just made it so that you can't give it a rating worse, lower than five stars. Um, so they censored the review to the extent where it was all five stars. I think people are probably going to figure it out pretty quickly once they boot it up. That it's not a five star game if it's unplayable, but that's just me. We have Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric. This is another Sonic one from Sega, um, for the Wii U. Oh God, I've heard horror stories of the Wii U. Um, it, it is interesting that they thought that they could make, um, a, a Sonic game, because Wii U was the one that you step on, right? So, um, yeah, that is an interesting concept, a Sonic game is that, but it says that the camera and the controls were bad, the character art was ugly, oh no, what did they do? 
they look fine. I don't care. It's very of the time. In 2014, it looks good. They're cartoony, but yeah, I mean, like, I, you know what, honestly, the last, the last Sonic game we looked at was kind of scary. It would have been even scarier if it was like a pigeon game, but it was hedgehogs. Yo, I would not have liked it. Um, yeah, oh, and they had bugs, so that's not good. We don't want bugs. Alone in the Dark. A Terry in 2015? Holy shit. Oh, sorry, Alone in the Dark Illumination. The sixth installment in something called the Alone in the Dark franchise. Um, it is a survivor, survival horror game. Again, uh, you gotta solve a mystery in an action horror setting. Some people have guns, some people have magic. Whoa! A lot of people, um, <laughs> it says that they did everything wrong. <laughs> Oh my god. No explanation of what that means. Just, it did everything wrong. We'll take them at their word. Tony Hooks Pro Skater 5 from 2015. Uh, they didn't have any non-playable characters. It's a really interesting, um, because you're not skateboarding in a void, are you? I've never skateboarded, so maybe, maybe not. Uh, poor aesthetics. Oh, come on. The 2015 skater aesthetic was prime. Uh, I used to show up at Zumias. I know what's up. Um, let's see. Not a lot of uh, hidden... Oh, so there was a lake of Easter eggs and that sort of thing, which I guess the previous Pro Skater Tony Hawk games have been known for. Uh, the online mode wasn't great compared to the in-person mode, so very few people wanted to play online. And it costs $60 to be full of bugs. Okay, I can see why they would be bad. Um, Umbrella Core. Uh, is a tactical shooter spinoff of Resident Evil. Is it the zombie one? Uh, bad mechanics, broken graphics, um, grotesque online oddity. Oh, man. Hey, man, that's what they call me in reviews of this. So you tread lightly, buddy. Um, just bad controls all around. I've heard of Umbrella Core. I, the graphics look fine for whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I'm not super sure about anything that has to do with it we're getting close to the end guys i'm sorry i didn't realize this list was so fucking long uh blame wikipedia also some of you guys have said you like listening to me so hi thank you for being here no man's sky 2016 wait i heard that it was good everyone played no man's sky at the time didn't they uh oh yeah there was a lot of bugs and the the, the company didn't want to fix the bugs so they just didn't and they forgot to release important features like multiplayer mode. Feel like you can't forget that. Feel like if you if you market it as a multiplayer game, and once it comes to your attention that like, oh shit, you guys forgot the, the multiplayer. Oh, sorry. There it is. Like that's all you have to do. And I know it's more than that, because there's like coding and programming and answering a lot of angry emails, probably, but I don't know, fix it eventually, you know what I mean? Uh Star Wars Battlefront 2 from 2017. I've never seen Star Wars. I'm not planning to now. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's just bad. Just be a game, it says. Oh, there was a form of gambling that they were um, uh, uh, giving to minors. It's not real money, right? It's space money. But I don't know too much about... Wait, Star Wars is in space, right? Like, Earth is gone, right? Is the whole thing? No more Earth? They're just in the stars? I don't know. Um, yeah. And you could acquire different characters through hours of gameplay. 
So it sounds like it was a pretty tedious game. And also, like, I don't know, why do you need different characters for different gambling? I don't know. Fallout 76, I believe I've heard of, is also from Bethesda. Um, a lot of bugs, it says, a lot of glitches. Oh, interesting. Expensive pricing of in-game cosmetics, and you could buy advantages with real money. Uh, which led to a lot of players trying to use mods, but Bethesda was like, don't mod our game, but it's like, okay, don't put the good shit behind date high of a paywall. Um, let's see. And I think, I think what they're saying here is that it was, when they released the game, they were like, look at these cool features you can have. And they kind of presented it as they are free, they're a natural part of the game. And then they're behind a paywall, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Which makes sense, because what the fuck? Um, but I think Fallout is still going, so it couldn't have done that bad, right? Other, uh, unlike WWE uh, 2K20, released 2019, which I've never heard of, which means it probably didn't do super good. Uh, it's another one of those wrestling games. Um, let's see. The graphics look cool. They're a little cartoony. It's okay. Um, whatever. Uh, you know... It, it's a professional wrestling video game. We got the four horsewomen of WWE. Don't know who they are. We got some WrestleMania. Um, you can pick different character skins and accessories, and you can go into fantasy settings, which is kind of fun. And then there's a weird, like, dystopian expansion, which I'm guessing is based on somebody's character, as opposed to, like, actually doing dystopian wrestling. Maybe. But apparently there's a lot of glitches, the graphics aren't very good, it's difficult to control the controls, and it's difficult to target, which is kind of big in wrestling, because, like, you kind of want to, whatever you're doing, you kind of want to do it to your target, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. Um, and the game was cancelled. So, and it's 2019. Alright, we're almost there, friend. We're at friends, friend, singular person listening to this. We're going into 2020. Is 20, the 2020s. In 2020, they released Warcraft 3 Reforged. Couldn't fucking tell you what Warcraft is. I've seen the ads. I don't care. It's from Blizzard? Um... It looks like there's a lot of problems in the production of the game, like the actual team. There's something up with the development... So it took a lot of time to release, and because there's no internal communication, when things like uh, glitches or shit comes up, then it's difficult to fix it because no one wants to f fucking talk to one another. So, okay. Um, but I feel like I've seen Warcraft. That's just World of Warcraft, right? So, like, it's out there. Like, it's probably fine. Uh, Cyber... Oh, I heard about this! This was a huge disappointment for people. Cyberpunk 2077 released in 2020. Um, yeah, a lot of glitches, game-breaking software bugs, um, let's see, and the, it was pulled from the store to update the bugs and fix it, and then it was returned, but because the launch was so bad, it actually dropped the company's stock. Um, holy shit, I don't know what Cyberpunk is, I know what Cyberpunk the aesthetic is, and I think the aesthetic of the game looks super cool, this guy looks fucking cool, he's an android of some sort fucking um there's representation of transgender characters it says which is pretty cool um the but it says it does it did receive some criticism uh-oh what did they do how did they fuck it up i know a lot of us are super into transhumanism hey man i'm super into transhumanism i'm into the cyberpunk aesthetic i think it, it, it's pretty cool that they put us in but did they fuck it up how did they fuck it up um 
Oh, shit. They didn't put a fucking seizure warning in it. It's really important. Holy shit, because they have something called the brain dance sequence, which can trigger, uh, which resembles patterns produced by medical devices used to intentionally trigger seizures. It's fucked up. Yeah, they probably should have, they definitely should have put a warning on that. Holy shit. Um, not good. Um, it says it's an immersive atmosphere. The setting is fresh. The combat is just okay. It's kind of a shallow portrayal of the aesthetic and genre as a whole. Um, and they were, they fetishized transgender people and not giving a meaningful, given a meaningful role in the game. Oh, damn. But it's, you know, is it the first, wait, is it the only one? No, okay, there's been multiple cyberpunks, and it started in 1988, so hopefully they, uh, hopefully they figure their shit out. Hopefully they fix it, because it looks like it could have been really cool. I'm not gonna play it. I don't fly, I don't fucking play shit, but, like, it looks like it could have been pretty cool. Oh no, I fucking <laughs> lost my place. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm sorry. Cyberpunk must have been one of the latest ones, right? Uh, there we go, we're big. BLN Wonderland from 2021. Uh, let's see. What's going on? Oh, sorry. Wonder World. I read it wrong. Looks fun. The character design is is fun. It's it's a, a mystical, magical person in front of a curtain. They've got a top hat on. Looks cool. Um, the player explores 12 worlds themed after the hearts of 20 individual, troubled inter individuals. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's see. I'm actually interested. It's a pretty cool concept. Let's see what's going on. Synopsis. Uh, BLN Wonderworld mostly takes place in BLN Theater, a magical realm overseen by a mysterious being called BLN. The BLN Theater appears when one heart loses its balance and connects to the Wonderworld, a realm merging reality and fantasy created from memories and hearts. The protagonists are two troubled children called Leo and Emma. Leo isolates himself from social contact I'm sorry, after an argument with a friend years before, while Emma suffers from anxiety about what, other, what others might be saying about her behind her back. Both are drawn into the Bailey Theater and travel through 12 worlds born from the hearts of troubled adults and children alike. Children, I'm sorry. Leo and Emma are opposed by Lance, a counterpart to uh, Bilan, who commands the Negati, uh, monsters born from the darkness of the Wonderworld's visitors. After completing all 12 worlds and freeing their inhabitants of their burdens, Bailey uh, opens a portal for the chosen character to fight Lance. Upon his defeat, Lance is briefly shown in his true, less menacing form, uh, before the Negati uh, drag him into their realm. Bailan then bids farewell to all of Wonderworld's visitors, though Emma and Leo's farewell is touching enough that he sheds a tear and shows them his real form, a human-like being similar to Lance in appearance. Okay. Well, I, I'm very interested to see what the Twelve Worlds are. I think that's a really, really cool concept. I really like it. Um, it's a hero's journey type thing. Um... Some some of them are darker. Some of them uh, it says they rejected because they had darker tones. I think that's really cool. I think this is fucking sick, actually. Um, it's got music. Uh, it's good. Um, yeah, holy shit, this looks great. How did what what went wrong? Why is it on this list? Reception, uh, generally unfavorable reviews. Oh no. Um, the aesthetics and music were cool, but the mechanics of the game were kind of tedious. Okay, I mean, you are going through 12 realms, so I can see why they probably became a little uh, tedious after a while. Um, it's bizarre and disappointing. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Why did they do that? 
Uh, it's a waste of the player's time. Oh, no. The boss battles were good, but the one button gameplay was generally disappointing. Um, let's see. The the mini games were pretty bad. Uh, there's not really a clear narrative, uh, but the graphics were cool. Okay. That's too bad, because it's a really, really fucking cool concept. It's definitely one of the concepts on this list that I've definitely... It's like this in Cyberpunk 77 and the fucking Sonic game where Sonic defeats God. Like, these kind of fucking slip. Uh, you just gotta, like, not fuck it up, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, oh, uh-oh. There are also flashing lights within a bug um, they can cause epileptic seizures. So there is a patch available for that, but they definitely should have put a, war a warning for that. Um, eFootball 2021 is an association football simulation video game developed and published by Konami. Um, it has bad graphics <laughs> and the controls are hard. Oh no, it's kind of the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a, that just looks like a guy. That just looks like a football guy. Swicker player guy. Um, oh, no, the graphics are terrible. Oh, my God, this looks like a much older game. Uh, their mouths do not close. Jeez, uh, <laughs> um, what's going on here? Um, wow, yeah, I can see where they would be bad. Also, definitely in a game where it's all about, like, kicking and, like, being able to kick accurately, I can see why you definitely want the graphics to not be the worst thing in the world. Um, so, oops. We have another Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy. I'm sorry, I meant the controls, but also the graphics. Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition, 2021. Um, oh, I like the art style. It's pretty cool. Oh, I've seen the person on the left with the 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 with the the long hair and the the triangle earrings and the bikini. Um, everyone looks great. Love it. Love the goth person in the middle. The edgy person in the middle. They're looking great. Um, it's something to do with artificial intelligence. Oh, holy shit. The graphics look awesome. This is cool. Uh, but what happened? Because <laughs> we know it's on this list for a reason. What did they do? Release. Um, reception. There we go. Mixed or average reviews. One of the lowest scoring games on Metacritic in 2021. And this is how you know something's going on. Because, like, 2020 to 2022, we all had nothing to do. We, I still, COVID is still happening, man. I still fucking got nothing to do. Um, so, like, yeah, everyone was at home playing video games, basically. So, like, that's how you know it's bad. When people that are trapped in their homes, quarantining, are like, yeah, I don't know. This, I, I would rather face the realities of COVID than play this game. And I have, I have faced the realities of COVID twice. But, and so I'm going to say, no matter what, I would rather play this game. Um, let's see. The games look really good, it says. Um, but the map is a lot simpler and a lot smaller than the other games, and the graphics are actually so good they're distracting. Um, but some of them are broken because they weren't scaled correctly. Um, let's see. It captures the vibe perfectly, it says, uh, but the rain effects are so ugly that they actually obscure, um, your view of the game itself. So when it rains, the game becomes basically unplayable, which is not good. Some of the characters were rendered incorrectly. Um, yeah, I can see. The, the the remodeled characters are definitely given a lot less um, good look. <laughs> looking good. Um, like, they, they've definitely simplified the character design to a point that I can definitely see is detrimental to the character design of the game as a whole. So even if the graphics were the, like, 
the um the the landscape even if those pan out pretty correctly the majority of the time you're still gonna want your characters to like look good you know what i mean or at least look better than previous because like why are we making more games if we're making them worse you know what i mean um let's see and it, it, yeah this is this, this person may, makes sense it's, it doesn't seem like every character was given the care and attention they deserve it makes sense these are people that uh characters that i'm guessing are carryovers from previous games so people definitely want to see them updated with the rest of the game um let's see so it's remastered poorly the display resolution can be kind of low depending on the platform and the frame rate dips which i know is kind of the same idea of like um uh uh the in film like that sort of thing the frame rate so yeah you probably want that in a high action game you probably want that pretty pretty up um it is a little glitchy but it was the eighth best-selling game in november 2021 so hey man they're out here and then i believe we have one more list game for now uh battlefield 2042 from 2021 is the first person shooter game and 12th main installment in the battlefield series developed by dice and produced by electronic arts um a lot of players a lot of anticipation for it uh it's no longer single single player it says that it's been opened uh but that means that there's a lot of bugs glitches and connectivity issues and uh, a lot of people uh dropped uh, dropped it because it sucked <laughs> oh no there's over 400 bug fixes holy shit how do you release something with that many i mean says me says me um oh man i just found a video or uh a list at the bottom that says list of controversial video games list of video games notable for development hell i can't put you guys through that this is all this has been i'm sorry i didn't realize this list was that long this is almost two hours long i do appreciate you still being here i hope you put me on while you uh did something or went somewhere hey did you take me on a road trip hey is it why i'm playing right now thanks for taking me and thanks for coming along with this journey with me we're definitely gonna have to check out some of this other shit just because like i fucking love shitty media it's probably why i just sit here in my bedroom and talk to boot it for two hours with you guys i appreciate you guys being here and i i appreciate you guys letting me entertain you i'm sorry a lot of what i was saying during this was kind of not super specific unless i knew about the game beforehand which was very very few of them um, I'm definitely not a video game reviewer. I just like laughing at shit that people make. And some of it is pretty fucking funny. And, uh, but you never know until you read the Wikipedia blurb, right? So, hey, thanks for sticking it out with me. Um, and now is the time where I say I'm not going to see you next time. You're not going to see me next time because it is an audio medium. We're not a video game here or, uh, just a video or a game. Life's a game. I hope you're all winning. I know you are. I believe in you. So you will hear from me next time. And I love you guys. Bye.